This is Lucky Yates. Hey there, this is Jimmy Simpson. Hello, this is Brad Sherwood. Hi, this is Claire Coffey. This is Andy Daly. Hey there, this is Kevin Durant. Hi, I'm Chris Parnell. Hey, this is TJ Fine. Hey y'all, this is David Hoffman. You are listening to Next Level Radio. Have fun. It's time for the Showcast. And now, here they are, those pop culture junkies and your hosts, Ben Beck, Adam Gorey, and Steve Richards. Welcome into another Showcast Spotlight here on Next Level Radio Podcast Network. I'm Adam Gorey. And uh, co-host today is Steve Richards. Ben is off doing Ben things. I'm not really sure what he's doing, but uh, make sure you go ahead and check out the other podcasts on the Next Level Radio Podcast Network at nextlevelradioonline.com. And also, you can read Steve's review of uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the new uh, J.K. Rowling film that's coming out uh, this weekend. So, uh, Steve, I think you did another one, didn't you, before we start? Didn't you just do another one recently, another review? Arrival, I did it. Yeah. Arrival, okay. So that's also on the Next Level Radio website. Uh, and again, if you, uh, if you're listening and you're not listening through iTunes or Google Play and you are a subscriber of either of those, go ahead and subscribe to us at just search for the showcast. Uh, and then of course always check out our Facebook.com backslash Next Level Radio Online and then Twitter is at NXT Level Radio. But without further ado, I want to bring on our guest for this podcast episode. She is an award-winning actress, producer, and entrepreneur. And she created, produced, and starred in Me 3. She is Amber Higgins. Amber, how's it going? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? We are doing great. Obviously not as well as you, because uh, like we were saying before we uh, started, you are in bright, sunny L.A., and it is dark here in Pennsylvania already at <laughs> 6.30 in the uh, evening. We're also wow. not at a when model shoot. getting dark over there? What's that? When does it start getting dark over there? Uh, about 5, 5 o'clock. Wow, that's the same here in L.A. So, yeah, it's dark, huh? <laughs> yeah, it just gets to you a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> but um, like, I, like I said, so you kind of created and, and pretty much have a hand in every little bit of Me 3. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the film because it's, it's done pretty well from what it sounds like. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so being an actress out here, you're always wanting to, it's just like a business, you're always wanting to separate yourself. And so I just wanted to finally, instead of just waiting for the opportunities to come to me, um, which I've had wonderful opportunities, but I also was in, in a place where I was ready to create some things that I wanted to act in and I wanted to explore and I had some stories that I wanted to tell. So it was just kind of one of those moments where it's like, you know what, I'm ready to start creating my own material. And um, so I connected with the director, who is also the writer of Me 3, and I sat down with him and told him what I was looking for and how I wanted to play um, multi-characters in one film. And so he went away with um, thinking about this idea and then all of a sudden, Me 3 was birth. Um, whenever he, we were collaborating, he's like, what do you think about this? And it was just so exciting because I'm also um, really into inspirational pieces and having something that an audience can connect with. And the wonderful thing about Me 3 is it's about one character playing um, three different characters of 
the same person, and it's exploring her life choices depending on the decisions she made. And it's like, who hasn't, who hasn't ever questioned the journey they have been on? And so Me 3 is such a beautiful piece that explores that concept. Yeah, it kind of brings to life the whole, like, multiverse type of thing, which exactly. is really cool. Um, and, I mean, not even just, just the three uh, different paths that the character takes, you yourself um, kind of uh, correlating to that is you both created, produced, and and you know, starred in the film. So what was that experience <laughs> like doing all three of those roles? You know, it was a challenge, but I love challenges. It keeps life interesting, right? And <laughs> um, <laughs> it was really fun. And in fact, you know, it's so fun that I'm doing more now. But um, for my first project to actually have to create, produce, and then star in, I learned so much. Um, it was so beautiful. Um, one thing that's really important that I learned in producing is to make sure you surround yourself with a, an A-plus team. Because what happened was, I was producing, and thankfully, I was so blessed to have such wonderful people around me that I, you know, when I was planning and producing it, when I had to step up and act, I could, I could trust my team to, you know, handle everything because whenever I was acting, I had to take off the producer hat. Right. <laughs> and then on top of that, when I was acting, I had to keep all three characters straight. I couldn't <laughs> confuse the characters. <laughs> like six roles going on. Exactly. So I definitely learned that I'm a woman who can wear many hats. Um, just the most important thing is to wear the right hat at the right time, which I'm so thankful that I was able to accomplish that. Um, but it was definitely interesting and a challenge. And But I love all three because as much as I am an artist, I'm also a businesswoman. And I love that I can play both roles because it like it really fulfills me. You know, right. So, so tell us about Ten Four Films, which is your company, which was also involved with Me Three, because you're involved as a pretty high up. You mentioned you were a producer, um, so I assume that was through Ten Four Films, and just it, kind of a, a backworking into w- what all that goes into, because we're not we don't talk to too many people that are in the uh, in the back end of a, a film production company. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes, Ten Four is a production company, and we really focus on um, stories that are inspirational stories that um, the audience can connect with. And that's why whenever you hear Ten Four, it's Ten Four Good Buddy. It's like message received. And so our our um, vision and mission is to create material, just like Me Three, that the audience can sit there and be like, "Wow." I am inspired in some sort of way, or I can go leaving this film feeling um, challenged or, um, or or people who ever watch it feel like they're watching an intriguing message. And so that is our goal as we are um, building out 10-4 is creating more material to do just that. And so um, it's really awesome to have your own production company because then you can control what you want to what you want to work on and so and you can put out there what you want to put out there and so our goal is to do just that and to um, give the most high quality and and best message we we can so that people like you can enjoy it 
<laughs> yeah, the, the high quality and best message thing is is interesting because obviously not all Hollywood movies and not everything out in LA is is that takes that approach for lack of a better term. But so what was the um I guess the inspiration behind starting this whole thing because it sounds like you had a, a bigger idea in mind like you're doing it through a production company but it sounds like you have a bigger outreach and a bigger idea that you had in mind as an inspiration for it yeah I just I feel like for me as an actor um I just I love just having a platform where you know the world is not always in its happiest place and there's people out there who deal with a lot of stress and negativity or and they might not know how to cope with it or they don't they don't have anyone that they can personally can connect with. And so I feel like with 104 um and with me going out and doing things like um it's it's a platform that I can create material that people can walk away and be like wow, like that was a time that I could either escape or hey, I could relate with that character. There's never been anyone who really understands understands me but she understands me and I saw how she got through it so I just feel like it's a great like um connection between human beings and also it gives people an opportunity to connect if they don't have that opportunity to connect with someone in their real life and so that's really what has inspired me um to create that in a production company is having that type of material that people can go out and watch and feel some type of healing or an escape or connection. So um, it's really awesome, especially with Me 3, as we've been traveling around the U.S. with our with the film festivals, the people who come up. And I recently had a lady that came up to me, and she's like, I related to every single character <laughs> in Me 3. And she's like, and she's like, I'm trying to not hold – I'm trying to not cry when I talk to you about this because – Every single character I related to in life, and it's really it was all I can do to not start bawling. And it seemed like that was the first time that so like that she had a connection in her life, and it brought awareness to where even she is right now. And that's the most beautiful thing is to be able to help other human beings. It's almost like a charity, but not a charity. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I mean with with acting, you don't. You know, you're not in front of an audience, so you don't get that payoff. But when you hear somebody kind of say something like that, that's kind of the payoff. Exactly. And that's, for those type of responses, that's why I do it. And if I can, if if me three just impacted one person just like that, I did my job. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I accomplished everything that I needed to in that film um, to be able to bring someone that type of healing just by watching a film. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, yeah it is. And I'm glad you're, that we're kind of getting into inspiration while also talking about Me 3, because I heard you say that you have an ins- you had the inspiration and desire to play a multi-character role. So I have no idea where that come from comes from. So I'm pretty interested in your personality and how that works, because okay. I don't know that most people would like to wear six hats while making a movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, um, it's interesting because in Hollywood, when you are an actor, you don't have any control when you book something, when you're going to get your material, if you're going to like the material, is it going to be the quality that you want to showcase yourself? And so as 
like I said, acting like a business. So as my, my business hat woman, my business woman hat came on, it's like, I need to create something where I can show this range that this emotional depth that I have. And it would be really cool if I could do it all at once. <laughs> Just knock it all out at one time. <laughs> knock it all out at one time. And what had what's funny is what inspired it to become a film, because first it was just going to be real material just to have on my, um, to just add to my reel. Cause as an actor, you always want to be updating your reel and showing like where you're at because you're always growing. You're always evolving as an artist. Like I'm always going to be protecting, perfecting my craft until the day that I die. You know, it's just what we're supposed to do as artists. And so, um, I wanted to create a film that, um, which could showcase many of my emotional or many my many of my emotions in different ways and so at first it was just going to start as just hey let's just do three different scenes of these characters and then I had recently just done a film that won $15,000 in a film festival and so that's when again the businesswoman in me was like hey why don't we just create a film and then maybe we'll win some money and then I can like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that it all started out as just wanting to build my reel mm-hmm. and um, then like putting it in one film because it would be cheaper to do it all at once and then it being something that people can connect with and it that's how it was birthed <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool I mean obviously uh, you did something right you won a bunch of uh, best actress awards at a bunch of different film festivals including a few that have just a whole bunch of initials in them um, what was that kind of like, you know, getting not only successfully creating something like this, uh, obviously not by yourself, but kind of being the forefront of it and then getting the, not only, you know, the stories of people coming up to you, but getting the payoff of actually winning some awards to, to kind of go with it. You know, I feel just completely humbled and blessed, um, to be able to do pull that off and then come around I mean, it took a while, like, um, it was a long process to complete, because this Me 3 is a short film, and to be able to make sense of three different characters and people to walk away feeling inspired was not an easy um, thing to do. And so having the blood, sweat, and tears (laughs) um, to now people, like, receiving it and loving it, and now I'm being recognized for my work, it's just really a blessing and I'm just honestly I'm just really grateful to be able to do what I love and impact the world by doing it and then you know people recognizing the hard work that I put into it because it is a lot of hard work and the thing is is people just see Hollywood as ta-da here's the film ta-da here's the awards but they don't realize it's not that glamorous behind the scenes like covering all your bases and making a film go like it's Making film is like running a company, you know, and every film you do, it's just running a whole other company and then hoping that it um, is successful. And so, um, honestly, I'm just really grateful that I have this opportunity to to receive recognition, and I'm, like, soaking in it right now. Because so. <laughs> you never know when it will come back around. Yeah, well, I mean, you also did the um... – the short horror film Do Not Disturb and Halloween uh, was just uh, just passing by, but is that is it true that's uh, actually going to be turned into a feature length? 
It is. It's going to be turned into a feature length, and people just love that film because it's very unique. And um, so right now he's raising the funds, and he already has the feature script, everything ready. So we're just waiting on the funds to come in, and we're going to get that rolling. Perfect. Well, yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out for uh, for when that's kind of going into gear and get you back on when that comes on. But get, kind of growing uh, – Growing up and, and getting into acting, you actually kind of got your start as a model, right? I mean, was that was there any kind of negative stereotype that came along with that when you just you know decided to try and transition into acting? Yes, I mean, kind of, sort of. I experienced it. <laughs> you, can, you, you can be honest. You can be honest. Stories, please. Yeah, that's what I was there, there's something. Um, yes, I mean, because then people. Um, but I loved it. This is what the thing about it. The the um, negative comments that came here and there were a lot about, well, you have to actually learn how to act. You can't just look pretty. And so, you know, it's just you kind of have that – people have that perception. Well, if you're a model, you can't right. act because you are pretty or whatever it is. I've heard it all. But that's been one thing I've heard a lot when I first started. Um, but what that did for me is like, oh, no, <laughs> this girl can act. <laughs> so, kind of I was like, and I'm, yeah, and I'm like, oh, no, I can act, and then I'm going to keep learning, and I'm going to keep perfecting my craft to where you don't look at me as a model. You look at me as an actress. You look at me as an, uh, uh, an artist, actually, not even an actress, just an artist that, you know, connects and inspires and, gets raw and emotional and digs deep and in ugly places. I, in fact, with acting, I'm like, give me the ugly roles. Like, I want to get down and dirty and, like, explore the raw emotions because um, that's what that's what moves me. And that's why I'm here um, because I want to help move other people. So um, crazy enough, those comments inspire me to just keep digging, keep learning to where people – recognize me as an artist yeah i would imagine that modeling is not just standing there and looking pretty as well like i assume that it's not. <laughs> there's some it's, kind it's of thing that, goes into modeling you can, that you can use for being an actor as well i would think exactly in fact modeling taught me a lot um uh it helped prep me before i moved into acting because you have to tell a story in one photo yeah and yeah, it's hard so it is it's. I, I know it I is, couldn't do it, probably for more than one reason. But yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny, but yeah, you have to. It's a skill set. You have to tell the story, and either in the emotion or what you're selling, um, and it's a different. It's a connection, but it's just a different way of connecting to an audience. Um, but yes, you're exactly right. Modeling really did help me, so I was prepared going into acting but then acting is just a whole different way of connecting with people so how did you end up uh getting into modeling I, obviously you were a model before you were an actor so how did you end up getting into into modeling yeah um so my first grade teacher used to be a model and um she told my mom she just re- she just she just saw it in me and she told my mom hey whenever amber gets older I would love to help her start her modeling career. Well, um, several years later, um, in middle middle school, 
um, several teachers <laughs> told my parents, you need to get your daughter into modeling. She's, um, she would thrive in it. And so finally, um, my parents were like, okay, Amber, is this something what, that you'd want to do? And I didn't, I was a kid. I didn't know. I was just like, sure, whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fun. And then, of course, like, we go to this, um, I meet this, the modeling contact and she's like, oh my goodness, she'd be perfect. And here I am, I have no idea what's going on. I'm like 14 years old. Like, what does modeling even mean? But she just saw it in me. And so, um, she connected me with this gentleman that, um, wanted me to come to his, um, conference where you can meet like several different agents and, and, um, so I went to Dallas. I, I lived in Abilene, Texas at the time, which was three hours from Dallas. That's where all the modeling was in, in Texas. And um, I went for my first time. And it's like this conference full of, like, thousands of, like, beautiful people. So I walk in, and I'm just like, am I in the right place? <laughs> because it's just, like, 14-year-old, like, there's all these, like, really pretty people. And I don't know what I'm doing here. This is all new for me. So I was like a deer in a headlight. Um, but what's funny is, um, I do the conference, we do like runway walks and then like we have print photos that are voted, but at the end of the conference, I won overall junior female model out of like 15,000 or 1,500 other girls. Wow. And so I brought home like this huge trophy and then, um, then I met with like, 20 different agents, and I was the one person who had the most callbacks to meet with agents. I met with agents from Texas, Los Angeles, New York, and that's where I found my agents. And then after that, the rest was history. So I literally just went in not knowing what I was getting myself into, and then bam, here's like a trophy, and bam, here's your agent. And like, hey, the rest this modeling is thing's pretty easy. Yeah, really. I know. All I have to do is show up. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you didn't sound like you were very confident, but then at the end of the day, you had no reason not to be because you won everything. So what was yeah. the, <laughs> what was the, um, the leap to LA? Where, where did that come from then? Cause you mentioned you're from Texas and now you're in LA. So where did that, did that come from modeling or acting or, and what was it, uh, I guess kind of what was it like leaving a life behind in Texas and moving it all out to LA? Um, so yeah, the transition from LA to, or Texas to LA, it was, like I said, it was just, it was almost a d divine intervention. It was like God, um, cause I was not at the time planning to move to LA because I just started acting in Texas and there was a lot going on with like Dallas was filming and, um, several other different shows and then it was like picking up in Louisiana. So it was just one of those things that, um, Things just started opening up. Doors started opening up in LA, and it was—I was just like, you know what? I have to just kind of go down this path. Talking about me three, I have to go down this path to see like what what it is that I need to, you know, look out for. And things just kept shifting and working out um, to where it was just like an obvious answer that I just needed to move out here. And so I'm so glad I took that leap of faith because. Um, looking, I was just, you know, talking with some friends the other day and just looking back at like where I, like when I started to where I am now, it's just such a beautiful process and I wouldn't trade it for the world. And it's really beautiful to be building something up from the ground up and it already being just so well received and people ready 
for our next project. And so I just, I feel honored and blessed to be out here. And every day is a mystery in L.A. <laughs> you never know what you're going to run into, who you're going to meet, or who you're going to collaborate. And so that's one thing I love about it is just waking up and just being like, okay, what does the day have for me today? Um, so it's a fun, it's a fun place to be, a lot of creative people, and a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of stories. And, and obviously, uh, you're doing great so far, and we wish you the best of luck, and we appreciate you spending some time with us. And uh, I want to make sure everybody follows you on both Instagram and Twitter at I am Amber Higgins. Uh, and Amber, uh, maybe we can get you back on when uh, Do Not Disturb goes full uh, full feature. And if you're ever out in the uh, you know in the Southeast PA area, let us know. Maybe we get you in studio sometime. I would love that. I had such a great time with you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. We always love hearing that, even <laughs> yeah. if even if you're just being yeah. nice because it's a podcast. No, y'all are so much fun. Y'all are awesome. I still say y'all, so you <laughs> haven't left me. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't, we haven't heard a southern accent, so we've gotten that out of her, but yeah. there's a couple You states. got the y'all out of me, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, well, well, you can pat yourself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely have to uh, to make note for an Amber Higgins part two sometime down the road, for oh, sure. I would love that. Hopefully it'll be sooner than later. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, All right, well, we'll let you get going, Amber. Thanks again, and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the showcast. Again, make sure you go to nextlevelradioonline.com for more podcasts and come back next time for the next episode. See you later.